0: Tires screeched and sand flew. The back shaft took that moment to live up to its description and gave way, sending the vehicle lurching to one side. Struthers fell sideways, body pressed tight against the passenger door, as Sammy struggled with the steering wheel that bucked in his hands. The black wall was getting closer, as if drawn to them by their accident. Metal screeched against metal as Sammy tried to turn away from it. It was too late. The blackness engulfed them falling on the Hummer like a wave crashing on an inexperienced surfer. Everything went dark. Struthers felt like a cat in a dryer as the Hummer rolled and tumbled. Only his seatbelt kept him from knocking his body against the doors and the roof. Someone screamed behind him, and he heard the unmistakable crack of bones breaking, but he couldn't move to turn as the vortex sucked them deeper inside. The sensation of traveling grew stronger, as if the vehicle was flying through the air at a sickening speed. It felt more like being in a crashing chopper than a road vehicle. If they came to a sudden halt now, Struthers guessed the result might be just about the same. He closed his eyes. The spinning was too dizzy, too severe. He prayed for it to stop. Then, as quickly as it had come, the vortex was gone. The Hummer came to a grinding halt in a squealing flurry of sand and dust. At first, Struthers did not realize the ordeal was over. He couldn't see anything but blackness beyond the windows. But at least he had wheels on solid ground and, miraculously, seemed to be still upright. When Sammy turned off the engine and the dust settled, and looked out onto a desert scene. Sammy had to put on the headlights. It was dark out there night, Tom. How long were we in that thing? A moan from the back seats reminded him that he did not have time for rumination. He looked around. Everybody okay? Greg LeConte had an egg sized bruise on his forehead. Jimmy Scott was rubbing a mashed, bloody nose, and Ewan Kaminsky held one arm in the crook of another, inspecting it for breakage. Thad Wilkins had got the worst of it. He'd been the only one without a seatbelt. He lay draped over the rearmost seat, bent at an angle that immediately told Struthers that the man's neck was broken. The dull, lifeless stare only confirmed it. He had no time to grieve. That would come later. For now, the living was what mattered. Sammy, can this thing go anywhere? The little man took his hands off the wheel and shook his head. It's totally screwed this time, Sarge. We're either waiting to get picked up, or we're walking. Struthers tapped at the control on his headset, expecting to hear that familiar crackle and hum. All he got was dead air. Try the comm, he said to Sammy Brown. Sammy shook his head. Ahead of you there, Sarge. It's dead. And look at this. He pointed at the dashboard GPS system. It showed only a blank green screen. Looks like everything's down. Probably a result of that... Whatever it was. Struthers nodded. Okay. Saddle up, people. Time to be going. What about that? Kaminsky asked from the back. Leave him, Struthers said softly. We'll be back for him later. First we need to get the lay of the land. we are fish in a barrel if we just sit here. He led the squad out into the desert night. The first thing he was aware of was the quiet. The only sound was the ping of metal as the Hummer engine cooled. The sky overhead was filled with stars, and the arc of the Milky Way stretched across from horizon to horizon. Struthers got his bearings and turned to look west, toward Baghdad. Lights of the city should have been clearly visible, lending a dim red glow to the skyline. But not tonight. The western horizon was as dark as any other part of the sky. Sammy saw him looking. Could that storm that hit us have knocked out all the power when it was at it? Struthers nodded, but he had a cold feeling in the pit of his stomach. The stars are not right. He wasn't about to tell the squad, but something was off. Way off. Several well-known marker stars were not where he'd expect them to be. And he clearly remembered a crescent moon the night before, but a full smiling face had just risen off to his east. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. That feeling was confirmed by a new sound in the night. The dull thwup, not a chopper, but of wings beating.